a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be All right, here we go. So this is uh, episode three of Owl and Pussycat's adventures from uh, driving from Quebec City to uh, back home to Victoria, BC. And uh, Jillian, uh, where are we? We are on our way to Kenora. Just finished lunch at Kekabeka Falls outside of Thunder Bay. <laughs> what did you call them earlier? T-Bay to Kekabeka. We're just like we only have to spend we only have to spend like half an hour in a place to decide its lingo and its and its uh, its nickname. So that's T Bay to Kekabak. And at first I thought she said tea bag, which anyway, never mind. Okay, so when we left you last, we were on our way to uh, Sobble Sobble Beach. We had left London, Ontario after Jillian had pulled the prank. And got that funny photo in yeah, front of... all the trees are here. Yeah, the trees are very scrubby here, right? Wow. It's awesome. We're like yeah. getting far north. Yeah, we're feeling like we're in the north, even though we're probably not. We're but in the center. We're in the center. So, yeah, we got a lot to cover, actually. This is great. So, we yeah. have, we've had a lot of adventures. And uh, pretty much all of them good. So, yeah, so let's start with uh, Sobble Beach. First of all, where is it? Sobble Beach is on the lower west side of um, Tokamori Peninsula. No, the Bruce Peninsula. Oh yeah. Don't hold that so close to me. Because it was fine just hanging there. Okay, so it was. Uh, it's a big, big beach, and we saw it on Google Maps. Eleven kilometers. We thought we got to go there. So we were really excited because we had been driving through a lot of farmland and it was beautiful, but we were really excited to go to the coast and go to this magnificent, huge beach. Yeah, and I think it's safe to say we were picturing something kind of like Long Beach where it was, you know, wide open sand and not a lot of people and we kind of, yeah, anyway. So what did we see? We saw every tourist in Ontario <laughs> was at that beach. Yeah. There were thousands of people there. There were burger joints lining the highway. There was, yeah. It was sort of like it something was, like like old world, like yeah. what you'd picture like in Atlantic City in its it heyday. It was like Atlantic City, exactly. You know, yeah. but in modern modern times in a Canadian-flavored Atlantic City where, yeah, score upon score of people all together on the beach, yeah. covered in white suntan cream and walking around with ice creams and, yeah, and a lot of infrastructure actually, eh? Like yeah. uh, tons of cars, it was loud, there was jet skis. It was party central for sure. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> and we went out. Down. We went out there, looked at Lake Huron because it was our first real like let's put our feet in the water kind of moment of Lake Huron. Yeah. And we just looked around at the masses, and we, we I kind of felt like a real hick, like. 
the big, the, the, the little tiny town hick comes to the city all wide-eyed and goofy, and and that's kind of how I felt. You're just like kind of overwhelmed by I the... Was, I was overwhelmed. Well, it's an interesting place, and obviously as a destination, I think maybe what kind of freaks you out a little, or at least us, it's safe to say, is you're driving through you know, a kilometer after kilometer of farmland. It's very serene. Um, yeah. You know, rolling green hills, little uh, farmhouses speckling the countryside yeah. in every direction. And then all of a sudden, slam, Atlantic City and uh, cars and jet skis. It's a very strange contrast. It was a and huge there's, contrast. Yeah, there's no real, I think the thing that was messing with their heads, there was just no real transition to it. No, um, you were just in it. You were just suddenly there. And uh, we weren't mentally prepared for it. And I think it's safe to say, too, that we had these crazy rainstorms. Oh, yeah. Remember that? That kind of set... Yeah, I couldn't even drive. I had to pull over. Yeah, it was that dense of rain off of the lakes. And I guess, yeah, it was so heavy, we had to stop and, and wait it out. We just couldn't see. Couldn't see a thing. And you're talking to two people that live on the west coast of Canada. Oh, yeah. This was, this was yeah. monsoon-style rain. It was insane. Like, the rain was coming down so heavy, the wipers couldn't take care of it so I just had to pull over because I couldn't see two feet in front of me that yeah, was nuts anyway so we yeah we dabbled around I took a picture of Teddy Edward we had had some fun and yeah but we, we it's safe to say we cut it short we did cut it short we got back in the car and took uh, the back road up Sobble Beach and then we started to calm down because now we were like, the, the, the back road takes you through a beautiful forested area speckled with little cottages and it was so sweet. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, it was really pretty. So we were able to readjust. The heart, and, the heart rate came down. Yeah, and drove around there a little bit and we were going to go see this waterfall and we had to pay and they were going to charge us $14. <laughs> Yeah, four, oh, that's right, that's true, $14, and we thought, well... Well, we just came from Niagara Falls, so it's yeah, probably for it free. Be. Now, talk about cheap, eh? That's how cheap we are. I'm not paying $14 to look at something smaller than that. I never pay $14 to go look at a waterfall. Yeah, we saw that was our cutoff line, so if any... Found my limit. Yeah, if anyone from National Parks is listening, that's just too much... Anyway, so How special is that waterfall? <laughs> yeah, better cure like better cure cancer or like you know, like you live for it. Look, it's gonna look like Rivendell to pay fourteen bucks. We just came from an absolutely stunning waterfall at Kekabeka Falls. Oh, Three dollars. Yeah. Three bucks. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, so we we left Sobble Beach, uh, the little cottages. That was great, and we headed off to Kemble, which meant. We got there early, which turned out to be good yeah. because, you want to tell what happened? Well, we show up and I notice we haven't heard anything from our Airbnb host, which is really unusual because the day that you're showing up to your Airbnb, for those who haven't taken one, had one before, they contact you and say, hey, how's it going? And you contact them and you say, well, we'll be there in a few hours. Well. And then they usually contact you back and they give you the codes, the door, and the Wi-Fi password and whatnot. Well, I can't, I haven't heard anything. So I contacted her and I said, hey, we're going to be there shortly. Would really appreciate the codes. 
and didn't hear anything. Yeah, so we get there and it's looking pretty quiet. Like this, this Airbnb is in Kemble, but it's, I don't know, how yeah, would we describe it? describe it? Yeah, it's kind of a satellite community outside of Owen Sound that would be like uh, the West Coast equivalent of maybe going out into Central Saanich. If I press the button, will you push my head thing down? I'm not going to push your head. Oh, the head pad. Yeah, the headrest. How's that? Is it better? Is it all the way down? Yeah, it's all the way down. That's good. Thank you. Okay, safety last. So, yeah, it would be like going out into uh, Central Saanich or something. You know, houses are farther apart. It's, it. These houses are kind of, look like they were built maybe in the 80s. Yeah, very manorish. Yeah, exactly. Like sort of... Uh, McMansions. Yeah, McMansions and Home Depot manors. And so we show up there. It's looking pretty quiet. It's beautiful, though. Oh yeah, we should say that. Yeah, the view over Owen Sound proper is gorgeous. We drive Georgian Bay. Georgian Bay, yeah, it's 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 quite pretty. And we knock on the door after kind of seeing no one around, and then the guy comes out and says, "Oh well, long story short, we were there a day early." Yeah, day early. He says, "Oh, I got your messages," and I'm thinking, "Why the hell didn't you contact me and say no? You're not due till tomorrow." It would have saved us a lot of time. It would. It's That's true. Luckily, um, so, bit of a, not a panic, anyway, but we thought, oh, geez, yeah. what are we going to do? So, Owen Sound was um, maybe, what, a 15-minute drive? Yeah. And so, we, on the drive there, turned on the Wi-Fi, bookings.com, managed to get a cute little roadside hotel. Yeah, yeah motel. In, in motel, thank you, in Owen Sound. Yeah, and Night's in. The Night's in. that's right. Spelt with a K. Of course. Yeah, what the hell, eh? I have no idea. Yeah, and there was no, by the way, there was no motifs of knights anywhere. <laughs> like they had, Thank God. Yeah, they had long ago given up that kitsch, and it was just a straight-ahead hotel owned by, you know... Motel. A, a ni- motel, thank you, owned by a nice family. Yeah, it was lovely. Uh, it felt like you're kind of on a very busy street. You were on a busy street. Yeah. But... Uh, we didn't and, care at that point. No, we were just happy. We got the last room... That's true. And we were just happy to not be at Sobble Beach anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so uh, that meant, hey, we're in Owen Sound now for a day. Yeah. And at first we had thought about avoiding Owen Sound just because it wasn't in the, I guess it wasn't in the way, really. Like Bruce Peninsula was the main target and that's why we got a place in Kemble. But thank goodness. Thank goodness. For that mistake. Yeah. Because... We had a great time in Owen Sound. We had a great time in Owen Sound. Uh, We had a kick-ass... sort of Mexican meal. Oh yeah, went to a wonderful Mexican restaurant, very called? quite new. Kazura or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Kazura. Sorry. Or We're going to have to we'll post all this stuff and, underneath these podcasts uh, with links and stuff hopefully. You will. Yeah, well, well we'll see maybe later. Uh, damn it, I've just committed myself to more work than I'll ever do. Anyway, it was a good Mexican restaurant, modern food, um, good menu, you know, decent service. Yeah, modern uh, Mexican food. Yeah, and lots of uh, interesting eclectic crowd of people I guess yep. as well but it turned out that that was probably the you know the new hot spot in the city and it it was interesting because we got there around dinner time I would say a little uh, maybe oh look at the pretty oh wow Very just looking at a beautiful lake here on our yeah. right it's, it's almost got like coal colored water with uh, little white caps on it it's just gorgeous bucolic yes and anyway so we get there we check in we put our stuff away and we're like okay let's go find a restaurant so we drive down into Owen Sound it's it, super close and uh, like a two minute drive from our motel and um, 
the streets are completely desolate. Total wasteland. It was like sagebrushes could be tumbling down downtown yeah, street. True. And we're walking down the street and I noticed that the stores are really great. They're really modern boutiques and art and shoes and all these really great boutique shops. But there's not a soul. Yeah, it's not that late at this point, is it? It's, no, like, it's like six. Six ish. And then there's a few pretty questionable dudes and dudettes on the street. And it's like, yeah. oh, jeez. Some, some folks sketching pretty hard. Yeah, really hard, waiting to go to the bar or something. I don't know. But um, we're like, oh, man, we couldn't find a restaurant. Then we found some poor girl. We were looking in this one restaurant, oh, yeah, looking right, like yeah. deers in the headlights because it looked pretty bad from the outside. And I, we walk in, and I was about to turn around. I looked at Kim. I said, I'm not eating here. <laughs> and, and we were walking out. By the way, that's that tone, just for all you to understand, <laughs> that is the non-negotiating tone. <laughs> that tone was, this conversation's now over. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So... As I guess this woman saw Kim and got up. Oh, yeah, she thought it was her date. I think she thought Kim was her date. And I came walking in after him and turned around and said, I'm not eating here. And he walked out with me. And she came walking out and I told us that she has been stood up. And um, she thought I was him. Yeah, basically thought Kim was the date. That, and that you know was what, to, funny. Yeah, to my credit, she had a smile on her face, which could have been <laughs> it, it could have been she a grimace. Could, that's right. She could have been running the other way. <laughs> <laughs> but the store was closing. She had no choice. But uh, so we got to talk to her, uh, which was great because we were like, "Is there anywhere good to eat in this town?" And she said, "Well, there's this Mexican place. It's pretty pricey." We're like. It's okay. Yeah. So we got money. No, I'm kidding. We don't. Money. We won't spend fourteen bucks on. We won't, we won't spend fourteen dollars on waterfall. But you will buy wine. I will spend twenty dollars on wine. Yes. Yeah. Um. So so she told us about the Mexican place, and then she says, "Well, you got to go through this art alley, and and on through this." alleyway between the buildings were all these wonderful graffiti and mu and murals and stuff like that. Yeah, the city the city had tried to kind of, you know, yeah. art it up and they spend were, some money they on... They were arting it up. Yeah, decent graffiti artists and things like this. And, and then, yeah, graffiti was really good. Yeah, it was of, great. of what I know, I'm, I'm such an expert, but it uh, was really, looked good to us. It was really great. And so you walk through the alley of all the art and right when you get out of the alley is this wonderful little Mexican place. Yeah. So we had a great meal there. Great meal there. Then we went back to our hotel. And the next day, right, we realized this motel is so greatly placed because right across the field, there's huge trails, um, a big park. So Kim went for a really long run. And I went, and they also served a lovely complimentary breakfast, which I enjoyed. And then I took a walk by myself down into Owen Sound and it was absolutely beautiful and lo and behold that whole deserted street now was a street party going on it's crazy they blocked off the street no cars there's a band there are kids everywhere and there's like three-year-olds on motorcycles 
and there were it was a hoot and yeah. so it was all just a complete turnaround from the experience we had the night before yeah my run was fantastic because if anyone has any kind of inclination to trail running and I don't know who listening to this is going to give a crap about that but it was really really beautiful trails to hike uh, ran into a guy named Bob who sort of helped me find my way through a couple of different trail sections that were just fantastic honestly like the best trail running I've had in a long time uh, sort of Ewok on a speeder bike fast sections roly-poly beautiful scenery and these weird kind of crevasses would pop up once in a while that you had to jump over and some of the cracks looking down were 20, 30 feet deep. Yeah, really beautiful terrain uh, and had such a great run. Did about 14K, headed back to the hotel and then went to met, uh, meet you downtown, eh? Where That's we had a right. uh, uh, well, nice vegetarian Yeah, they had a vegetarian restaurant there and um, there's lovely shops and there also... There was an artist collective there. Oh yeah, that artist was run gallery and collective with yeah. over forty five artists, and they have been going strong, going strong for forty years. Wow! And um, that's crazy. They're the biggest they artist collective in the continent, not Canada, not Ontario, in the continent. That's right. Owen Sound has the biggest, biggest art, biggest oldest artist collective. And um, it was really good because, you know, they are big enough and they have, they've been doing it a long enough time that everything in there is juried. And uh, they also have a little area for uh, a solo show. And then at the back of the um, store, it's a really big store, um, they have a lovely cafe. Yeah. And they know how to do it. Yeah, and it's very boy, well set I up. thought that is. That would be a great thing for Victoria downtown, you know, if somebody oh, yeah. could do that and get it together. And the pieces, they ranged, didn't they? Like They really a... ranged. And and every, they had everything for everyone. They had sculpture, abstract, traditional, lots of jewelry. They know, you know, how, how to sell work. And I definitely bought work. And um, what did you buy, Kevin? I'm wearing them. Oh, yeah, your earrings. Yeah, earrings those from, are really uh, pretty. Jeweler. Yeah, and I, it's fair to say, really was smitten with a couple of artists there. Yeah. One in particular who was doing these beautiful uh, black and white watercolors. Yeah. I was just yeah, so inspired really, by it. Really I just think it's so good. So, yeah, we had a lovely time wandering around Owen Sound, actually. and We had a great time. Yeah, we went and checked out the waterfront and hung out in the yeah. park. And we like, saw salmon swimming in the bay. No, not salmon. Or trout, sorry, rainbow yeah. trout. Yeah, they were the size of salmon, sorry. They, they were the size huge. of salmon, like big coho, but they were rainbow trout. And uh, the waterfront is interesting as well because it's quite developed. Like they've uh, the breakwater and everything, because they actually have tankers coming in there it's crazy. into the sound. If you see it, it doesn't make sense. The tankers are yeah, they're yeah, massive. It's massive, and and I took pictures. We we both took pictures. There's a gigantic granary. building. Uh, yeah, granary of these silos like. I don't know how many silos put together. At least a dozen, eh? Uh, I think more than that, if you think the whole thing is a square block. Yeah, and it looks, it really does look like the Parthenon from it a distance. It looks like some like kind of industrial Parthenon. Parthenon. Yeah. yeah. It's iconic. Yeah, it really and, is. Yeah. And then, um, what else did we do? Well, we wrapped up Owen Sound. Um, yeah. Right, and then I guess we 
And then we went to our Airbnb. Then we went back to our right? real Airbnb. The one we were supposed to be at the day before. Yeah, in Kemble. In Kemble. It was quiet. Very quiet night. Yes. Um, it, it was beautiful. Um, beautiful view. Nice little bistro table outside the door so you could sit out there and have a glass of wine. It was lovely. But there's a big butt. <laughs> oh yeah, this place, and we're not going to name names because that. Oh no, no, not no. at all. And I don't. And there were super nice people. In yeah. fact, to back it up a little bit, the day before, the guy that we spoke with had said, "Well, you know, if you're really stuck for a place, we might we have a spare room. You guys can stay there." And I thought, yeah, that well, was a very sweet nice. gesture. Doesn't know us from Adam and all the rest of it, but it's fair to say that the basement had some kind of moisture control issues because Jillian had found some water under the bed. Um, and was kind of mopping it up with a towel. It was that wet. Yeah. And the room was quite was clammy. The whole basement, it was a basement suite, but like... Like half in, half out basement yeah, suite. Yeah, it had its own door and everything. And, it was um, really well set up. Yeah, it was actually a beautiful suite. But it had a humidity problem. Yeah. And it was cold and clammy in there. Yeah. It was all tile floor and my feet were frozen and everything was kind of moist yeah. and then yeah I was pulling getting ready for bed and I'm pulling the sheets back and I stepped in a puddle and I'm like what the fuck and I look underneath <laughs> and I put my hand in there and I thought oh my god it must be cat pee or something because they have a cat and then I, I actually smelt my hand but it was <laughs> it wasn't cat pee <laughs> thank god you didn't like it <laughs> thank god it wasn't cat pee <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I got a towel and started wiping it up. And then I looked and the whole, underneath the bed was a huge puddle. Yeah, it was really And bad. I'm not talking like six inches in diameter. I'm talking like the whole underside the side of the bed. underneath yeah. the bed. Anyway, so it, was, it wasn't, I mean, we spent a night there, whatever. I had nightmares. Yeah, actually you did. Yeah, you had that weird nightmare that you were at the bottom of a well or something, and oh, water was pouring in water anyway. Water was pouring in, and it was, it was all, all dark. Yeah, existentially very bad for her. I didn't know where I was, remember? Yeah, you didn't. That's right, I had to... I woke, woke up, up yelling. I had to tell you, I was like, where am I, where am I? I had to tell you where. And because I didn't know where we were, I was just making it up. We're in a safe place, I think I said. You're safe. <laughs> we're safe. We're together. Anyway... That's Campbell. That's Campbell. Okay, so then we got up early, and then it was time to hit the big time, baby. Tobermory. Yeah, we headed up the... Um, Bruce Peninsula. Bruce Peninsula. What did you call it? The penis? Or the, it is like a penis. The wang, or I don't know yeah, what you call it. it, was, it, it, it let's face it. It looks like a penis. It looks like a pretty mangled and run over penis to me on the map. Anyway, <laughs> all that aside... Oh, wow. Looking at, I think it looks like a golden eagle just went over the car. And um, so we, Bruce, yeah. so Tobermory is the tourist hotspot at the so, northernmost point of the Bruce Peninsula. Yeah. This is where you go for the summer trip. People from Toronto fly out there. There's an airport. They drive there. Uh, it is packed. It's sort it of is uh, the Tofino of Ontario. Yeah, that's right. It's I'd say so. If, if you know Tofino, very similar. And so the goals for us were to just get there, just check it out. And, and go uh, in the water. Yeah, and my personal big dream, I know it was yours too, but I was so hell-bent on trying to kayak or canoe on a we great rent, lake. We rented kayaks because yeah. we knew that there were sunken ships out there Oh man! in shallow water. And this water is so clear. It's, it is so clear. Yeah, it's shocking how clear Emerald it is. Emerald green. 
Yeah. It was gorgeous. And from a distance, if you didn't know any better, uh, you'd think you were in the Caribbean, but somehow there were pine trees. Yeah. And so we managed to paddle out to a site where there was a couple of sunken ships. This is a big time tourist draw. There's yeah. all these, uh, you know how Victoria has whale watching ships. Well, out here, they're, they're diving ships. And they have glass bottom boats that allow you to get a good view of the uh, of the wrecks, of which there are many in this area. And we ran into that guy today who said in Lake Superior alone, there's yeah. over 6,000. 6,000 wrecks. 6,000 wrecks. So it gives you an idea of how vicious the waters can be at times or how drunk so the we're... people piloting the boats can be. <laughs> So we're kayaking out there and yeah, we go over the wrecks. Yeah. They are so incredible because they're just below the surface. Yeah, like five feet deep kind of thing. And you and the water's crystal clear and you can paddle over them and they're Very right eerie. right there underneath you. And yeah, one of the wrecks was from eighteen eighty six, I think. So cool. Yeah, really cool. And they're well preserved because the lake water doesn't do as yeah, much damage no as salt. say salt water. Yeah. So we were kinda of having weird moments in the boat, right? Because all your senses are telling you you should be in the sea. Yeah. But there's no smell of salt, there's no seals, there's no That's the sea only lions, yeah. there's there's no triggers that you're kind of in an ocean, although you're looking around and it feels like the ocean. And this was a theme for the day, I think it's fair to say. So yeah. we took the kayaks back, we got some, uh, ate, some ate some lunch, had a picnic lunch, yeah. and then it was time to take the ferry. Yeah, um, did some touristy shopping. Did some touristy stuff. And bought there, a beautiful little print by this old uh, engraver. Oh, I love that print. He's a botanist and ethno... I think it's ethnologist. Yeah, ethnologist. Yeah. And, and, or ethnobotanist. And ethnobotanist. Yeah, anyway, I love him. And he creates the most beautiful, exquisite little etchings. Or, uh, no, wood carving. Wood wood print so wood block print that's right yeah and so we bought one we had to buy one and then it was time to get on is it the chichimon chichimon the chichimon ferry and this is the ferry that goes to manitoulin island which we've learned now is the largest freshwater island in the world correct and the ferry rides about two hours from uh tobermory to uh south Bamoth on manitoulin island and then uh, the ferry was actually kind of interesting. It had, yeah. oh right, the highlights it had the entertainment. Ferry, it had entertainment. There was a guy that looked like he could be Frank Black's or Black Francis's cousin, but with hair, same kind of portliness, and uh, he had that swagger about him. But he was playing like a large Casio keyboard and singing '80s hits. To even the, older, because he was singing older, yeah. Elvis. Oh yeah, he was doing Elvis. It was sort of like. A lounge singer. He was, he was a lounge singer. He was a lounge singer. It was but amazing. did not look like a lounge singer. No. He was he wearing, wearing a trucker hat. Trucker hat and uh, I just think, you know, maybe it was one of those things that he started off doing ironically and then it just became his career. Yeah. What anyway, that actually describes kid. my life, I think. But anyway. it was a very strange ferry. I had yeah, good why, and why bad experiences. Oh, right. We got... We, we got lost. We got totally lost. Trying to get to... I personally did not get lost. I did not get lost. I went to the right door, but it, but it did not open. So you can imagine the panic that sets in. Not only 
It's one of those ferries that has the movable berth to put your car on, so you drive in there, and then yeah. they, it's like an elevator for your car. It's like a little mezzanine on hydraulics. So it was so tight, I literally had to get out on the drive. Uh, like I'm in the passenger seat, I had to get out on the driver's side. I couldn't get out my side. I'm starting to get claustrophobic. It's like only seven feet high. I couldn't get out of the doors. It's totally squishy. Finally, we're able to get out and into the ferry. Lots of stuff happens on the ferry. Trying to get back out, I'm telling him, I was like, yes, this is it, but the door's not opening. He won't believe me. We're on the precipice of having a big fight because he won't believe me. We finally tagged down a guy. He's like, oh, you're on this side. No, we're not. We're on the other side. Nobody's believing me. Nobody. It was a totally, you know what it was? You were the meat in a mansplaining sandwich. I was. I was like, you fucking men. Like, <laughs> I am right. This fucking door is not opening. And then it turned out that the guy needed to use a key to get the hydraulic to function. And then we had, what would you say, maybe 30 seconds to get to the car and start it. And yeah, go. and yeah. go. And, but we did it, and that's fine. And yeah, I, I'm, anyway. I'm deeply apologetic for my mansplaining. <laughs> You know, it's just those guys you just slide into that space sometimes. You don't even know you're doing it. I'm probably doing it now. Anyway, so we, we drove off. It was a beautiful ferry ride. Yeah, it really was. And it was gorgeous. It was, a, I personally, a profound experience to look out across Lake Huron. Lake Huron and... Not see the end. Yeah. It was like looking out of the ocean. Yeah, it really was. It had a very special color, uh, sort of a pounded, pounded blue tin kind of base to it. Uh, but like navy color underneath that it was hard to explain actually but it was really iridescent in the distance with a brilliant sunny day beautiful islands beautiful islands kind of when we started off and then nothing like at one point we were horizonless yeah i think and um pulled into south uh Baymouth, and then it didn't take long before we were at our hotel which is called the hawberry hawberry motel in- Hawberry Motel uh, in Little Current. That was in Little Current, yeah, which was a kind of cute. It was a cute little town. Cute little town. And uh, we, and so this is the deal that Manitoulin Island, if you don't know, and we've discovered this, is a biker hotspot. So people that love to kind of come out to North America and ride touring bikes of all descriptions. So a lot of KTMs and BMWs and sort of uh, lots of retirees. We saw. What did uh, we call it? A retired gentleman's biking club. Yeah, that's right. The, reti- <laughs> the retired gentleman's biking club. Uh, there were, well, actually, to counter that, there was a woman there, there with a, a British accent with her daughter. Yeah. And they were on sort of their trip of a lifetime on a motorbike. And, yeah. And we spoke to a couple of bikers who were about to kind of cruise around Manitoulin Island and said, oh, geez, well, you're on the highway. That's nice and everything. But there's some smaller roads that are just incredible. And sure considering how beautiful the roads we were on, I can't imagine. I mean, they must be gorgeous so this hotel to give you an idea the little parking lot sort of horseshoe shaped off of uh, a main road and within that horseshoe there must have been what a dozen or more motorbikes oh yeah maybe more coming and going throughout the evening and then some of them left early anyway it was a real touring mecca and so off we went and uh then it was time for the next big the big jump from manitoulin to marathon yeah. Which is sort of on the northern end of Lake Superior. Yeah. And uh, that was where we were last night. And we stayed at a place called uh, the Marathon Harbor Inn. Yeah. So, and 
Marathon, just a super quick note, was uh, a pulp town, basically, and it was named after a guy who had, his name was Marathon, I think his second name was Marathon, it was like Edward Marathon something, and he was, yeah, they eponymously named the town after him. It was actually not only a pulp mill, but... And then gold as it well, It was right? a gold, it, there's a gold mine there. Yeah, so they've, they've since rediscovered gold somewhat recently. And so the town is kind of limping along on gold money at this point. I have to say, the terrain changes dramatically from Bruce Peninsula go- coming up over Lake Superior. No, Lake, Lake Huron still. Um, and then over to Lake Superior. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, you're right. It's amazing. It's, it's like, I don't know how to describe it, massive yeah. escarpments. Um, you know, that whole... Uh, no more farms. Yeah, no more farms. It's it's rock and uh, hilly. Uh, Forest. Yeah, and it, at some point it looks like, I don't know, the way I would describe it is like as if the Nevada desert was suddenly covered in more trees. Yeah, these huge plateaus. Yeah. All covered in trees, and they're huge, and then they have big rock faces. And then the, the, the Lake Superior, basically looking like an ocean... Yeah. Like where we were in Marathon, when we got out of our, we checked into our hotel room or motel room and then uh, went for a walk after we ate some food and the person at the front desk said, oh, you got to check out this place, Pebble Beach. And Yeah, Pebble Beach. It was just at the end of town. Of course, the town is built on the water. So we went down to the end and, and we uh, proceeded to have our minds blown. Yep. It was insane. We get out of the car and we're like, what the F? Well, I love how you're saying what the F, but earlier you were swearing to beat the band. Well, that's because I was speaking about man. (laughs) So now I'm not. I'm a lady. I never swear. No, everybody who knows me knows I swear. So we're standing on this cliff, which is actually a parking lot. It's like a little cliff. And looking out at what we only can see is the ocean yeah to our brains everything's telling us this is the ocean and in fact it's the ocean back on the west coast overlooking the gulf islands (laughs) it looks exactly like that yeah waves rolling in yeah three foot waves to four foot waves waves crashing on the most incredible i don't know why they even call it pebble beach because it's full on rock and the rocks are round like like round round rose and lemon and white colored stone just beautiful and we're particularly intimate with them aren't we because you've put some in the damn car we're probably carrying like a hundred pounds of rock in the freaking trunk now. The rocks have progressively gotten bigger. <laughs> yeah, she started to kill. She's like, ah, oh, this is a good free gift. And I know that's, you're talking me into that. That's, I know you're saying that. I know you're going to keep them all. No, no. Everybody can have a rock. Anyway, so but, but it blew our mind. It blew our minds. We couldn't believe it. It was just like being at the ocean with the waves and the islands in the distance and a bit of mist coming in. And there was one other person on the beach. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, we, and we were we were vindicated in our opinion because this woman, who, by the way, footnote, was totally stoned out of yeah. her gourd, uh, was from Gabriola Island. Of course. To fit the stereotype even more. But we had her as our kind of 
can you believe this echo chamber? And she's like, it's like the Gulf Islands. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God, we're from Vancouver Island. Blah, 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 blah. But it was, uh, yeah, it was a moment that we were all having. Like, we couldn't believe it that big roller waves were crashing against the shore and the mist and the islands in the distance. And Yeah. It was one of those times yet again, like so many times on this trip, which uh, you can read about it, but you have to see it. Yeah. Right? That was one of those reminders. And uh, I guess... uh, feeling pretty lucky and privileged to be able to do all this and see this stuff and yeah yeah and so that was that that's where we left this morning right from marathon we talked to talked to a fascinating dude in the morning didn't you oh yeah 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 yeah. i went into a very french canadian guy i went into a little cafe and there was nothing but a few trucker guys. What did you say? What did you say to them? Oh, because you know it's this tiny, 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 tiny little town. <laughs> and uh, so I thought I'm gonna get a coffee before we go. So I walk in. I knew I was. You already gonna, got a coffee. The morning. I, but the coffee at the hotel sucked, and so I had to get a real coffee so I go into this little cafe called the Happy Time Cafe Happy Time Cafe and sure enough all the heads turn to look at me because I'm the new gal in town you should also point out that you were naked too (laughs) I was not but you know I'm a new person so everybody's staring at me and I'm feeling very self-conscious as I'm getting my coffee I'm getting stared at by all the trucker dudes oh boy and they're all looking like new meat. And, um, and I just turned around and I was just said, good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> like, a, like British gentry. <laughs> Which one of you is my servant? And uh, they were proceeding to get ready to leave and they all started talking to me at once. And one guy opened the door and he said, I might be French Canadian. But I'm I'm gallant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gallant, huh? And I said, "Oh, I said you are lovely. Thank you." And he opened the door for me. And then we all got to talking. You should have um, said if he was a gallant, why isn't he from Newfoundland? Anyway. But, um, <laughs> and so. So this turns out this guy apparently cured himself of cancer well, and gangrene by drinking hydrogen peroxide infused water. Anybody that really knows me knows that if I I will talk to anybody <laughs> that is 100% true and confirmed and within two minutes they will be telling me some very intimate details about their <laughs> lives things we don't want to know at all I have no idea why he said that because I told him we were from British Columbia we bang oh I was in Kelowna that's where I went for cancer treatment I'm like why would you go to Kelowna for cancer treatment well, he was working in Alberta. And I said, well, why didn't you go to Calgary for cancer treatment? Well, because he went to Kelowna to get chelation therapy and was being treated with hydrogen peroxide therapy for leukemia. And he survived. I'm telling you, this was a two-minute conversation I had with a perfect stranger. Yeah, and then, pretty much right to the... Anyway. And then... So they gave him hydrogen peroxide for his leukemia, and he was cured. He said within 10 days, he was, as in his word, words, 
playing baseball. And um, and then he was back here again working, and he got, because his, he had leukemia, his blood's not that great, he got a sore, and he started getting gangrene in his foot. And then um, the doctors were going to amputate his foot, and they said, there's nothing you could do, it's pretty bad, and he left, and he's like, nope, not going to do that. And he started healing himself with hydrogen peroxide again. And he was drinking it, and he cured himself of gangrene in his foot. He went back to the doctors, they checked him out, and he, look at this asshole. And he was, that is just so bad. We're just watching, just so you know, she isn't talking to me right now. Um, yellow line. Yellow line, he's like, a car passing us, sniffing what? up the rear end of another car, already doing 110. Oh my god. Yeah, anyway, we're, that was an accident waiting to happen. We see those a lot, by the way. I haven't. I haven't seen that once. I have seen that a few times. Lots of these. Not like, that close. Yeah, that was pretty I've crazy. I've never seen that. It was like glued to his bumper. Anyway. I think people have been really good. Yeah, for the, the most part, our driving's been good. And yeah, for the record too, the 401, in upon reflection, really wasn't that bad as everybody says. And we were there on Friday night traffic. You just had to be, you had to mind your P's and Q's. Anyway, so that leaves us to kind of to now. We just left... Uh, Kakabeka Falls. Kakabeka Falls, where we had a lovely lunch yes. and learned all about Kakabeka Falls. Which uh, Kim is saying it wrong. What, what is it? It's Kakabeka. Kakabeka? Kakabeka Falls. Is that better? Yeah. What did you call it earlier? K Falls? We're in K Falls. No, where, I it? called it Kakabek. All right, Kakabek. Kakabek Falls, and what was it? What did you call uh Was it T Town? No, T Bay. <laughs> so we're on our way now. We'll sign off, I guess. We're, we're on our way now to Kenora. Yeah. And this is an exciting portion of the trip. I mean, I'm saying that every so. single time. Yeah, no. We are... About to enter well, Kenora. Well, Lake of the Woods is beautiful. Yeah. I spent a few years on Lake of the Woods in Kenora, Norman, Kuwaitan, all those towns in that area. And um, I have an aunt and uncle that live in Kiwaitan, Ontario and so we're going to go spend a couple of nights with them. We're looking forward to it. And I have some uh, a couple of friends too in Kiwaitan and hopefully we'll be able to see one of them and um, yeah. Why just one of them? Because we, you don't uh, like the I, other one? Or? I don't know where they are. I don't know how to contact them. Oh, I see. It's okay. a small town though. I'm sure it wouldn't be very hard. I'm sure our, I, I'm sure our arrival is being announced on local radio already. It might be in the newspaper. Yeah, we're front page. So we're about 160-ish K out of uh, Kenora at this point, or thereabouts. And so, yeah, I guess the next uh, podcast will be... Outside of Kenora. To Kenora, up to wherever the next one is. Yeah. So thanks for listening. And Maybe Kenora to Calgary. Yeah, Kenora to Calgary will be probably another one. And, yeah, thanks for listening, and... Uh, this is Owl and Pussycat signing off. Son, am I gonna make it? What are you talking about? Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Those merges come quick. I made it. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on.